Hi, welcome back. Spoilers again. Just remember that. Okay. Spoilers. Hello, everyone. We're back. Johnny, hit it. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey everybody. So Hi, how's Johnny it going? Is still uh, employed. <laughs> Johnny's he still here. Um, it's been a month. We're it's been back now. a month. Woo! What a month. I hope you missed us. I hope you missed us. I hope you missed our voices and our uh, chaotic reviews of movies. Spoiler full and uh, everything full, you know. I I hope the memories of uh, Emperor Palpatine are far away and behind us. Oh, man, that's right. As we we focus on new dictators (laughs) to this. That is true. (laughs) From one dictator to another. Uh, Did you guys enjoy your little break? Uh, I did. I it was did a indeed. nice and relaxing time. Uh, didn't have to think about schedules. Didn't have to think about, you know, like, what are we going to do next and stuff like that. It was nice to focus on other things. But that being said, I'm very happy to be back, Tim, my buddy. There, there was this great calendar I saw that was like a visual of uh, you see the calendar and then it sort of like just melts away towards the end of December, <laughs> beginning of January. Kind of yeah. Blendy, blend uh, butter. And then it comes back. I yeah, that yeah, perfectly encapsulated. So out of um, the butter we rise, yes, and we're, yes. we're we're straight back into business. There's no mucking taking form. Here. Nah, nah no yeah. Um, unfortunately, this movie that mm-hmm. we've seen came out in the U.S. in November, but since it's a small release, it took a while. It took a while to get to the Eastern Europe and the Balkans. It took a while to yeah. where we make are. the rounds. It took some make time, but now it is in cinemas here, so we pretend like it just came out, and we watched Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. From our good friend Taika Waititi. Now, this movie is about a little boy <laughs> living in Germany at the end of World War II. Uh, he is a proud member of the Hitler Jungen group. And unfortunately, he is hurt, so he cannot be conscripted into battle. So he survives in his little uh, village, which I think is close to Berlin, because. Uh, towards the end, uh, I was a little bit confused, oh, but yeah? uh, it's a German village at the end of the war where he lives with his mom, his dad is fighting somewhere, and um, he has a imaginary friend, Hitler, played by Taika Waititi himself. Taika Waititi. And, you know, his his ideology and his world turns around when he finds out his mom is hiding a little Jewish girl. Well, not a little. She's older <laughs> His than him. His world but... turns upside down. Yeah, exactly. It's like the it's like the nineties. Uh, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> the trailer. Yeah, the fresh An prince ordinary of Hitler. Just living his life, but one day, <gasps> it's a Jewish world. girl in his attic. Now. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then that's 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 pretty much the movie. Um, in a book ooh. that'll change the world. You, I'm so glad those trailers are. <laughs> that'll change book. the world. Speaking of which, I didn't. I don't want to segue way, way, way from the conversation, but uh, oh, I did hear some. I did hear the narrator come back in a few trailers. Didn't describe anything in the trailer, but he, you know, read the title. What, what was it? What was the? What was the movie? Oh, dude, don't even don't don't don't. Rem- I don't remember. <laughs> okay, but was it like was it like super like the ten pole movie, or was it like just some random? Oh, like, now you're giving categories. To it. Now I can't. Okay. Ooh, I right, don't know. Fine. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, Jojo Rabbit. I want to ask Rabbit. you guys, what was the yeah. first uh, Taika Waititi movie that you guys saw? Or when did you get introduced to this director? Uh, Phil Go first. Yeah, Rag Thornarock. Really? 
Yeah, you haven't seen anything previous to it. To, I've to, heard to, of know. Hunt for the Wilder People, but I never got to see it until I watched the Ragnarok in, uh, you Did know, you watch, whenever the movie came out. Did you watch Hunt for the Wilder People? Yes. Yes. That was a great we film. We did. It was a fun movie. Did, did you watch What We Do in the Shadows? Yes, I want to say oh, that yes. was the second didn't, movie that we watched. Didn't we watch that together, though? I think we, we did. could be. I was, like, film. obsessed with that movie. That was, like, one of my favorite movies of that year. <laughs> it's... It's good. Yeah, it's good. I love that movie. I think it's an amazing hey, we're, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Come on. Yeah. And a sweet Peter. And a uh, sweet, sweet Peter. Sweet Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Would you come up to the council? No? Okay, here's a chicken. <laughs> okay, so there, there is that document. Right, there is that mockumentary that is uh, um, what we do in the shadows, but they did make a TV show out of it, right? They did, they did. I didn't watch it, though. I didn't oh, watch I it. I, I didn't either, but I did watch a clip that someone sent me with wesley snipes in it (laughs) wesley snipes is in that i had no clue yeah he's like uh it's like you know like through skype like the vampire council is talking (laughs) to to blade blade Uh through skype the character oh really yeah blade the character okay okay i might have to look into it this this sounds interesting what are the movies did taika make that i might not be aware of yeah um I got I got introduced in what we do in the shadows, and then I remembered a movie of his that came out two thousand seven that I watched. I didn't know he, he directed. It's called Eagle vs Shark. Mm-hmm. It's got um just, oh yes, just a quick what? recap. Um, uh, what we do in the shadows is a mockumentary about vampires living in modern day who have been in alive New Zealand for a hundred plus years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like from regional places, like whatever Romania, but they're living Romania. in New Zealand. It's yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. And they're from different they also ages, like not ages, but different times as well. Yeah. Like so I think Taika White. Who are young, you know, like yeah. 70 years old and some like Sweet Peter who's like 600 <laughs> years old. <laughs> He's one of the OGs. A thousand um, years old. By the way, the what we do in the shadows, it was a, it was a short I did in 2005. Anyway. Oh, so he did, that's okay. right. He did the short and then they did yeah. a full length. Yeah. So he did a Eagle versus Shark, which has got... Our good friend, uh, what's his name, uh, Jermaine Clement, playing in it. <laughs> oh, it's like an indie, indie kind of romance kind of movie. I, I remember watching in Belfast. Tim, did then, Taika Waititi have anything to do ever with uh, Flight of the Concords, or is this just a crossover? With uh, he directed a few episodes, and he's yes. in it as well. I love that show. Cool, Cosius. Yes. <laughs> and then I think he did Boy, which is something very similar. It's well, actually, the genre of of this movie is kind of remind me of, of Boy. It's basically a coming of age story. He does that really well, um, mixed with kind of European tradition, I would say, of tragic comedies kind of thing, where the setting is sad and the situation is sad, but you kind of use comedy as. Um, I don't know, you know, like therapy, you know, kind of thing. It's like it's you yeah, laugh to, and you cry kind of movie. You know, I'm used to that, like in Serbia or like the like the Czech school, like the Prague movie school is really based on that. Like a lot of that is you're laughing with the, with <laughs> with people's troubles, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of fits in there mixed with his weird sense of humor, like, you know, his quirky kind of ad lib <laughs> jokes, I would say that I would characterize. Yeah. This movie. How, how would you characterize this movie, Jacob? Jojo? Yeah. Like, how would you describe as far as, like, genre or whatever? You know, it's really amazing because I think this movie does a beautiful blend of um, uh, comedy, um, 
it's a it's a comedy that turns into a serious drama film. Yeah, but, but it still, also does, which I think is great. Yeah. There's like a big jump between really realistic, and then it just goes really absurd. Yeah, I think it reminds me a little bit of the genre of. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but sort of that almost fantastical uh, vibe of who is that director that I haven't seen many films from. <laughs> okay, uh, any who director? Who is this director? Who is he? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He, he's done David movies. Lynch. No, 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 no. He does no. very. Uh, he David Cronenberg. Movie called Budapest Hotel. Oh, Grand Hotel uh, Budapest. Uh, yes, <laughs> Grand Hotel Budapest. <laughs> no, I yeah. said it correctly. You said it incorrectly. That was the asylum film. But Grand you know, Hotel. Wes Anderson, you, you mean? Yeah, Wes Anderson. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it's sort it's of the Grand a, Budapest Hotel. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's right. I, yes, we covered this. It's that sort of uh, feeling where you are. It blurs a line between quirky and fantastical and realistic. I guess and I th- you kind of never are hundred yeah. percent sure in what kind of a world you are, but that's what makes it a little bit more timeless, less confined, yeah. in a very um, matter of fact world. I mean, it's the, a movie that is um, very—it's a light-hearted, heartwarming, tragic movie. <laughs> well, 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 light-hearted? I don't know. Light-hearted? Like, I wouldn't say no. I would say that again. That's that big. Is that cross that you go from? Yes, light-hearted at the beginning. Where it's mm-hmm. uh it's blended with some very serious circumstances, but again, it never crosses over to the point at the beginning, at least of the film, yeah. where it feels extremely dark. Like I think the whole movie, for me, felt like I was always expecting something to happen that was very heavy, and uh, or at least in the sense of uh, a tragedy. Yeah, like but when th- it's gonna hit. Yeah. Right, but I think that there is that element later in the film but it's a, a, a dramatic a move yeah. in the in the picture which i think is really cool and also it's interesting that some characters are super caricature like they're really bizarre and like what to do and the oh, world they're all surrounding like that, yeah. them like it's really uh, fantastical but some are super based in reality like let's say his mom played by scarlett johansson there's nothing like she is Maybe how she looks and how she acts sometimes, but she's really kind of based in the real world. While I someone like the that. Nazis in that in the camp, like the lady, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like anything she does or anything she says or anything, it's just like pure like madness, quirky comedy thing. I want to say that the movie is never without hope. That's what I wanted to say, which is mm-hmm. a very different genre than a film that uh, ultimately ends up being hopeless. That's yeah. what I'd say. Like it's the over- Untergang. With, uh... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so refreshing to see a World War II movie that has color, like full oh, color. Yeah. Movie. No, yeah, like... you're right. Everybody always just starts putting all this desaturation in all those movies. So, I think after Saving Private Ryan. Yes, exactly. Everything's just like it's because, like, the idea the... for Saving Private Ryan was that this is the first time they did this. Pretty much, like, essentially, this was a creative decision that they did on purpose to make it feel like it was the overcranked. Um, mm-hmm. World War II documentary footage that you know the people who are on the you know at the, yeah. at the zone at the zone you know the where zone? I, we're filming in the zone at the zone we're actually recording and to give that kind of effect of the old that kind of documentary feel and then every like movie was, after that yeah 
Like, didn't Spielberg, like, watch old documentaries? Like, he even shed... Uh, shed. <laughs> <laughs> shed. <laughs> he even shed so long. He even said uh, shatter speed. I want to say set and shatter speed together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you shatter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a little bit more like documentary style. The shatter speed. <laughs> That's his beat in the toilet. <laughs> to yeah, exactly. Janusz, Janusz. Tim, I have a question no. for you. Oh, is Janusz doing it? Well, oh, yeah. So Janusz. For Saving Private Ryan, yeah. For sure. I think my internet's slow. I think I'm a little behind. Janos the shitter. Sorry. No, Janos oh, is a great. No, I'm sorry. Janos I'm going to cut great. that clip. And if I, oh, if I ever meet Janos, I'm going to show it to Tim. My <laughs> no, friend Tim, he, uh, <laughs> he really admires you. The show. And ask you, Tim, as what? the host and as being a more Taika Waititi um, connoisseur. Having a, having a bigger history with him, you know, having yeah, yeah, yeah. seen more films. My big question for you is, what were your expectations going in? Ah, that's a good one, yeah. And sort of how, did you have any sort of sense uh, or meter uh, Mm -hmm. watching the movie unfold and kind of wondering, ooh, you know, where is this going? Or were you purely just, you know, going along with the film? I mean, we were all going along watching the movie, but I'm just asking, did you have any expectations Mm -hmm. uh, in the tone and direction while watching the film? I think my experience was really healthy. I don't know how better to ex- describe it. I really didn't have that much expectations. Like, you know, like all, everything I've seen from it is absolutely, it's, it's you know, sometimes you find a director or someone or a creative person that you are very on the same level of comedy or interests or just whatever you're, you know, you, you're mm. on the wavelength mm-hmm. and, and he's one of them. So, but it's not, I think I've learned before like remember when we talked about edgar wright i i I love edgar wright's i love spaced i love Mm -hmm. you know the cornetto trilogy i really love you know uh baby driver (laughs) and i was really looking yeah i was really looking forward to baby driver and i hated that movie so much and i was really (laughs) looking forward so i think after that experience me kind of hyping things up kind of (laughs) i've learned to control it so i was like oh it's it's gonna be fun no matter what it is, maybe it'll fall. Cool. It will be it will be better or worse than any other movies, but I'm just gonna go see it. And I kind of as soon as it started, like five minutes in, I was getting the vibes, and I just really enjoyed watching the movie. You know, through the dramatic moments or through the comedy moments, everything was like a pleasant experience to me. That a really nice going to the cinema experience. What about you, Phil? With that aspect of expectations well, I, and and uh, the expectations, watching the expectations. It well, now that I know, because I watched, you know, I only saw Will the People, I saw uh, What We Do in the Shadows, I saw Reconoconk. <laughs> the, the main three <laughs> ones Ragnarok. that pe- people know. The main yeah. three ones that people know. Um, I kind of, I guess I just didn't, like, I didn't have any expectations, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw the trailer, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to think about what I saw in the trailer, because I don't want to, honestly, I don't want to have my expectations changed so i don't want any expectations so maybe if i rephrase it like sort of not so much expectations but sort of did your feelings of what you might have thought the movie was going to be change while watching the film well i think um at the beginning didn't know you know like i knew what it was about but i didn't get the you know get the vibe until Mm -hmm. that beginning where he's talking through the in the mirror you know and he's and he's trying to hype himself up then Hitler shows up and, and gives him a gives him a good old fashioned, you know, Hi Hitler. Yeah. And yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, the the hype up, the yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 pre Oprah hype up. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then and then after that, I'm like, okay, I'm watching this now. I'm watching. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm on board. Let's do it. Okay. And then the movie keeps going, but then at a certain point, you know, like the the whole thing. Once uh, the girl is introduced in yeah. the film. Oh, by the way, uh, my Phil, can you what? give uh, spoiler alerts to people? <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Spoilers again. Just remember that. Okay. Spoilers. Um, when the girl is introduced, then I was thinking, oh, okay, okay. Because like, I was ex- like, throughout the entire movie, before that, it was basically kind of life in this village and seeing how these people are so fanatic, fanaticized and, you know, brainwashed to, you know, to yeah. follow their Führer. And I thought that it was going to be in- isolated like that. <laughs> and I thought it was just going to be on the German perspective. And then we're going to, I don't know, some wacky hijinks is going to go on here. Oh, you know, okay, it's going to be like, satire. Mm-hmm. And then when that happened, I thought, okay, she's probably going to be a Jew because we're, we were talking about Jews. The entire movie has that whole thing about, you know, like, you know, like all the Germans, yeah. well, the German propaganda you know, always. You know, I actually thought the, the movie was going to take place only at the boot camp. Well, wow. me too. That too. That too. Well, and the I thought trailer that... was a little bit. It it wasn't it wasn't the giving the wrong. Okay, so here's the thing: like movies like this, sometimes the marketing team really doesn't get the point, or they're trying to trick the audiences of showing mm-hmm. it like a different movie, so more people go see it. And, or sometimes just don't understand it; they don't know how to market it. And I think they got the point of the wacky comedy across in the trailer but the thing is they only used footage from that so any sort of like exactly like wes anderson kind of comedy oh they're running go he shoots you know the grenade blows up and you know right, you know yeah. like they used so many shots of you know his little chubby little friend what's what was mm-hmm. his name yeah yeah yeah. i don't remember his name. i loved him but he he, he was sure so good can't and he's, die. <laughs> he can't die. he's, he's like oh he's so adorable girlfriend. adorable boy man he's i so, think he was he, probably maybe my favorite character maybe he <laughs> yeah. was amazing i loved him and he's just like yeah i think yorkie that was his name yeah i love him and it's just this <laughs> thick english accent was so cute <laughs> and he's like he's like uh he's like i was like oh you know i have this girlfriend and she's a jew he's like yeah. oh man that's so cool you're getting a girl anyway <laughs> yeah, I, gotta, I gotta have to carry this rocket <laughs> and on the back is like half of his uh, his uniform is missing and he's all bloody. Man. <laughs> but he's that reminds me got, of like some yeah. other comedies from something. So how did you guys feel? Yeah, I wanted to ask you. Anyway, I was gonna say I just wanted to happened. say I wanted to, I want to finish my story here. I'm not mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Finish your um, story, Philip. So 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 the girl Jew the girl Jew <laughs> the girl Jew. Wow, <laughs> amazing wow. description. Ah, I'm the best. I'm the best at this. Great film. Um, <laughs> Good job. I, I've, I've chosen a, <laughs> a subject that may lead us to a uh, yeah unforeseen uh, circumstance. So I apologize. Let's move on. I apologize. Honestly, I don't know anybody's name except for Jojo because it's that's everybody calls him Jojo. So well, the girl's that's... name was Elsa. Oh, of course, Elsa, the the princess of Andalusia or wherever that was. Exactly. Go on. <laughs> Captain K well, when... was, was Sam Rockwell's character. Oh yeah, 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 Sam Rockwell. See, I was just gonna call him Sam Rockwell though. That's okay. We but can yeah, do that. Um, yeah. When she showed up, I thought. Oh, is this going to be then? It's going to be like a boy in the striped pajamas. Have you ever seen that film? No, what's that? Mm-mm. Boy in the striped pajamas is where a little boy from Germany, you know, mm-hmm. Nazi boy, meets a Jew boy who's actually in a concentration camp and they become friends. And I thought that that was, and I was like, okay, it's going to be that kind of a thing. But what I was happy about is that it 
wasn't what I was initially going to expect it was going to be. And I was very happy okay. about that. Mm-hmm. That's good. There we go. <laughs> carry on. Carry on with talking. So, Jacob, let me ask you a question. Please. Um, so, so it's been almost, well, it's 90 years. It's going to be 100 years almost in a mm. couple of years since World War II. Mm. I want to know when, when did you, like, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting subject, you know, and it's a movie that was made so, so many years after it, it happened. And what mm-hmm. I wanted to do is choose a companion movie that was made right after the World War ended and see the comparison, like, between, you know, when it's still fresh in memory yeah, and, you know all the horrible atrocities, like you know concentration camps and all that stuff, was fresh in people's mind. And compared to now, you know, almost hundred years later, mm-hmm. when you can make a movie, things changed. I found a better movie, <laughs> a better companion movie. But I'm still, I'm interested. Like, you know, like when when did you find out about World War Two? Like, do you remember, or what was the first movie that World War Two? Um, yeah, it's hmm, a great question. Did you remember like Hitler and like Nazis and that kind of thing? Indiana you Jones. You know what's Indiana funny? Jones. Oh, one of my yeah. earliest. Oh, you're right. Indiana Jones. That was definitely a big World War II um, film. Is Hitler in Indiana Jones? Heck yeah, he, he is. is, man. He is, man. In Berlin, the Lion's Den. Oh, the, the yeah. Lion's Den. I want to say Den. that movie. That movie. Every time I say Berlin or hear Berlin, it's all I think of is Berlin, the Lion's Den. Yeah, it's it's like the bur- book burning, and then he signs the journal, right? Yes, is, is that yeah? That's the camera. Yeah, that was, right? almost, yeah. That was yep. like almost like a parody. Yeah, uh, played by scene. Taika Waititi's father. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has the connection. The connection. Do you know what's funny? Uh, World War Two. Interestingly enough, like for me, like my mm-hmm. uh, sort of um, remembering of how I sort of heard about it first is i don't remember the details i'm sure you know we all learn about this in school we learn it from our parents a family we, we hear about this and we kind of forget when we first learn about these huge historical events yeah or it's a big cultural one. it's events. a big one because it's a giant right yeah but i have just like sort of an array of strange connections to world war ii like i remember obviously growing up playing uh, the video game return to castle wolfenstein so oh, yes, that's like a, it's such <laughs> uh, a bizarre connection, but it is like something like early <laughs> memories from learning about sort of the World War II yeah. in um, pop culture, uh, video games and films. I remember another memory that always pops up when I think of World War II and Hitler mm-hmm. is back in middle school. I remember um, a friend of mine, his name's Andrew. He was reading a book in class during study hall. I was like, yeah. hey, man, like, what, what are you reading there? I was like, it looked like an old book. You know those books that are like, they look uh, like, you know, 20, 30 years old. And they're very like, the pages are totally yellow. And the whole cover yeah. is just beaten up. And like rented from the, you know, biblioteca from the school or something yes, like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, you yeah. found it at your grandmother's like bookshelf. It looks like so a Pulp like... Fiction novel, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> And those books, you always think like, you know, those are super boring. They they probably, you know. I'm expecting to you to say he's reading Mein Kampf. <laughs> yeah, well, listen. <laughs> and, and I'm going like, what book is that you're reading? And he's like, oh, he's like, yeah. this is the biography of Hitler. Okay. And I was like, oh, interesting. I'm like, so, you know, can you tell me something that you're learning so far? And he goes, yeah. He goes, listen to this. Did you know that Hitler wanted to be an artist before oh, he became, uh, yeah. you know, this political yeah. figure and then the dictator? And for some reason that stuck in my head forever. 
because that was when I learned that he wanted to be an artist mm-hmm. and right. made me think about, you know, the perspective of, uh, made you person. fear for yourself. Oh, he was, you know, he was re- I mean, you know, the th- Anyone who wants to be an artist is a potential Hitler. That's, that's, the theory that's goes right thought. that he, um, like one of the theories is that, you know, because of the rejection that he experienced, I mean, obviously you can make up whatever you want Yeah. from, from becoming or aspiring to be, um, uh, by the way, there's a great quote from that book I was reading, uh, that I mentioned a couple of episodes again ago, which was, uh, the, the war of art. Mm, okay. Yeah. And there was a great quote. Yes, 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 yes. The quote was something like, so the book, the war of art is a book about fighting this, um, feeling of resistance that comes mm-hmm. up when you want to create and there's the resistance is this manifestation of the things that show up in your life that stop you from making okay. what you want to do so uh-huh. distractions right instead of working on your craft or your project yeah. you go and distract yourself you play games you get busy you do other yeah. things right and i love the opener in that book because he says something like hitler was the prime example <laughs> of giving into resistance because he gave up uh-huh. painting and started World War Two. That's terrible. That's like it's like oh yes, yeah, like basically like ah, oh, this this painting is too hard. I'm just going to go invade Poland. Yes, yeah, so he, he was saying it was easier for so Hitler to start World War Two than it was for him to finish his paintings and his career <sighs> as a painter. And I love that that, it's that true. illustration. <laughs> it's definitely an exaggeration of the issue, but sometimes it does feel like that. Sometimes, yeah, you feel like right. you just want to invade some Poland instead of I mean, like obviously the, the writer project. was using that as a, like yeah. you said, exaggeration to make a point, but I think it was um, brilliant, brilliant um, That's hilarious. opener. It's great. I thought so the yeah. kid was going to say that Hitler had one testicle. <laughs> but isn't it true? Didn't no, he, didn't have he had testicle? four. <laughs> yeah, that made it into the movie. Did wait? Did he say four or three? Four, four, four. 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 <laughs> it was Steve Merchant, right? No, wait. It was Steve Merchant. Oh, Steve it? Merchant, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Steve. Then, uh, Steve, like that's when I, you know, when we're looking at the opening credits, I'm like, oh, Steve Merchant's gonna be in this. And then the third memory that pops up always for me was, um, actually, I actually have two more, and I'll be done. I'll let you guys continue. No, yeah, go, go ahead. I, I, that's um, what I asked you. Yeah, was oh, no. uh, that in history class? in uh, the States in Indiana, when I, when we were taking uh, world history, my sophomore mm-hmm. year, so that's second year of high school. Uh, I remember my teacher, I had an awesome teacher, Mr. Boudreau was his name. And he actually, while teaching World War II, cause that was a huge portion, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, World War II that you learn. Uh, when we got to the Holocaust, he basically sort of made us watch a, um, he made us watch the footage that was released uh, in America during um, during the, during the time the Holocaust was taking place. As I think it was like of, after, mm-hmm. right? When they liberated people, right? Yes, sorry, after. You're totally yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After, I, think, I don't think there's any footage from actual You're, you're totally Germans. right, absolutely. And it was after, and they showed this, I think, in theaters, uh, you know, across the country to sort of, you know, make the nation aware of what happened, you know, after yeah. World War II and what happened to the Jews. And there was actually yeah, footage of, I think they even had people um, walking through the uh, now, you know, captured uh, concentration camp, camps. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm pretty sure this is famous footage, I think, today. Um, but it was the first time I saw that footage. And, you know, they How were showing, old were you? What, 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 what was... Um, what second was year of high school, so it must have been 14, okay, something okay. like that, 15. And I think it was great that, that that our teacher sort of made us watch that. Um, and I remember distinctly, you know, seeing the the horrors of of the aftermath, and um, 
you know, they had even like uh, the mass graves and things like this. And they explained as well in the video, you know, because it was it was video from the time, right? So they're explaining like this is what happened, and this is yeah. where they, you know, were were tortured and cremated and things like that. Because because no one knew about it. Everyone knew about the concentration camps. I get, besides, mm-hmm. you know, people who I'm pretty sure there were leaks and you know spies and all that stuff. But I think the general public didn't know what was happening in the concentration camps. Yes, until yes. the world was over. Like yes. they knew people were working there. You know, they were sort of prisoners, kind of slaves, and they were worked to death, but. All the, you know, systematic killing and all that stuff that was, yeah, that wasn't for the public. And so I had a lot of respect for our teacher showing that because he told us in class was, he said like, you know, it's, it's something that, uh, he said, even if this is uncomfortable or it makes you feel depressed watching this, it's like you, it really is necessary to show this stuff because, you know, he says that a lot of, um, you know, teachers and I guess what he noticed over the years of teaching, because he was teaching for 30 years, mm-hmm. he said that uh, teachers sometimes kind of shy away from that stuff. And he says that uh, the newer generation of, of, of kids um, are kind of just kind of not realizing how um, serious and how uh, tragic these things were. So I appreciated that. And that's, that's something that always stuck out hmm. to me. He's uh, he's doing the good, you know, the good work. Otherwise you get Holocaust deniers and flat yeah, Exactly. And, oh man, no. And all, the, and all these. All Please these no. I'm sorry if yeah. you're one of the one of the listeners <laughs> that you're uh, one of these people, but uh, and then my final uh, get memory a of World War II is <laughs> that burning them. This was also in school, and I remember we were sitting in some kind of a, I think it was a history class, but mm-hmm. it was um some kind of a some kind of a event. I can't remember what was happening where there was a, a lot of different age groups in a classroom. Mm-hmm from different grades, you know, you might have someone from 10th grade, someone from 6th and 7th and things like that. And I remember there was, the history teacher was talking about something and saying like, you know, and then World War, you know, the Holocaust happened. And then this one kid who was, I think like in 6th or 7th grade, okay. he was like, he was like, what is the Holocaust? And okay. I remember the oh. whole room was like silent. And we're like, <laughs> Cause it was so weird, you know, because he, yeah. you know, you would have heard about it. You would have learned was about he it at that point. <laughs> Maybe he was, maybe he came from home school. Or maybe he just had a bad teacher, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I just remember it was so weird and bizarre that moment because everyone, even the history teacher was like, he couldn't believe it. He was like, he was like, you don't know, you know, what happened? Yeah. He was so shocked because, you know, this is, this is one of the the things that sort of you early on learn about because of its huge um, significance, right? So I always remember that kid and I I felt both bad for him, but at the same time I felt very... I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that yeah. he didn't know at all anything about it. So, yeah. Those That's are my a good stories. thing he knew. Well, thank That's you, uh, Jacob, for sharing Thank you, stories. yeah. I, I was asking um, because... Oh, sorry, Phil. Uh, I, to, to, okay. No, you, no, did no, you no, want to say something? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, I wanted to say that uh, we, Jacob and I, we watched uh, 1917 the other, like, like last month during mm-hmm. our break. So we're sadly not going to talk about it in, in this episode, at least. And uh, we were just talking about how, um, you know, how, uh, you know, how soldiers kind of had to live through these sorts of events. And I don't want to talk about, you know, we don't, we don't have to talk about World War II in general, World War I in this case that I'm talking about right now. But um, uh, interesting little thing that just like Jacob, you know, he had these stories about uh, being at school and learning these things. I actually had the opportunity uh, I was in film school in Grand Rapids, Michigan, mm-hmm. and I was asked to help uh, with a few interviews with World War II veterans. In, oh, okay. Uh, and 
And yeah, and I, and I was like assistant lighting or just have helped. Wait, like wait, kind wait of how bounce. old were they? Wait, wait. What? Like 15. Wait, no, 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 not, not you, the, the veterans. The <laughs> oh, veterans. oh. <laughs> I was for a second, I was like, what, 1500? What? <laughs> uh, um, I'm sure they were like in their 80s already. Okay. And I remember one of the people that we interviewed, I heard that like a couple of weeks later that he died. So it was, okay. uh, but it was interesting that we actually got to, and what's what sucks about this, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but what sucks about it is that I was not um, old enough to appreciate what he was talking about when God we were recording damn, World him. War II veterans. <laughs> I saw it. I saw I saw I mean uh, Indiana Jones. I know what's it about. It's no, no. Tanks. <laughs> no. It's Their just that like it's just like I probably would have been way more fascinated hearing what he was saying because like uh -huh. I what I can what I can remember, I was just focusing on getting the lighting right and seeing if yeah. the camera was looking okay. But what he was talking about is just uh, how how casually he was talking about lots of like really grim things that might have happened mm -hmm. or actually did happen when he was on in Europe and because he's an American soldier and uh, talking about his experiences. Do you remember so was, what was his experience? Was he like a D-Day lander or do you do you remember any sort of general? Info? Unfortunately, I like I told you, man. I oh, he's just I like was, the lights. Well, I can actually augment right. Phil's story because Phil told me was that the. The veteran had a booklet, I believe, of um, translation. No, that was another. Booklet. That was another old old uh, guy sorry. that uh, was actually in one of my student films that you'll never get to see um, <laughs> about about PTSD and. Why, he why was, won't we get to see this movie, Philip? Because it's somewhere on a DVD that I lost. Oh man! <laughs> we'll and, find it. Um, <laughs> well, you find it, Philip. You, you dug yourself in this hole. You got to find that oh, DVD. Oh man! Yeah, we're gonna okay, find I'll, that DVD. I'll look Wait, for did you it. direct this? It. Write this, or did yeah, you just yeah, help? but like oh. it was yeah, it was cool. But it wasn't. But like I wasn't involved in post, so it was kind of like oh, whatever. Oh. Like, I, that kind of sucked Fine. because Phil, I don't, Phil, I don't know what the complication is. Phil, Phil, Phil wants full control. Throw them under the bus. <laughs> from, no. from writing to everyone the DVD was, commentary. Everyone was great. It was my fault that I didn't understand the context um, huh. because I was stupid and shy. And I thought that yeah. I can't. Who am I to boss around all these 18 and 25 year olds? That's true. They're so big. directing it. Yeah, that's that's. I felt in, so, I felt like intimidated, but not because of them, because of me. Like I was just like, uh, should I? I, sh I probably shouldn't tell you stuff like that. That was yeah. uh, that was unfortunate. But um, yeah, there was a really nice man, and uh, yeah, he was a World War II vet, and he had some booklets uh, are lying around the house, and he let me see some of them, and they were like a German phrase handbook. Oh, was this from the war? Like he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have, I have a few photos. Yes, man. It's so it was so interesting seeing the pronunciations of like oh, pronunciations, pronunciations, <laughs> an pronunciation of the German words. Like the, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Haben Sie ein eine Toilette? You know, Haben Sie like ein Frankfurter? <laughs> Haben Sie eine Jude? <laughs> oh. oh no, Juhu Jew, Juhu Jew. So Tim, what about you? Oh, um, I, I really, I really don't remember because I think it's like, I was trying to think about, do I, do I remember it sort of in pop culture kind of stuff, you know, Hitler, swastikas and that kind of thing. Or do I remember it from the actual historic stuff, you know, the Holocaust and just the horrors of World mm -hmm. War Two? And honestly, I don't, I don't know because I was really into, um, uh, kind of, uh, uh, encyclopedias and stuff like that and history books since I was a kid. So as long as I remember myself, uh, remember, 
myself what as long as i remember uh i knew about world <laughs> war ii and i know my mom talking about it and also oh, yeah. both of my both my grandparents served in world war ii mm-hmm. oh uh, both in partisan so uh our mutual grandpa he was conscripted for world war, world war ii mm-hmm. um as as a partisan he was a cook dita joseph and then my other grandpa well, the thing is, the country that I'm living in, that my grand, that my uh, from my mom's side grandparents are, it was uh, it was a traitorous country, unfortunately. Um, basically, it was Czechoslovakia for a really long time, and then the president of the Slovakian part, um, he wanted to get uh, sort of uh, uh, separate from Czechoslovakia, so he made a deal with Hitler. That he's going to become a Nazi state, and he will, <laughs> he can make his own country. So that's right. The, yeah, the oh, first no. the first Slovakian country ever existed was a Nazi country, and obviously mm. he did it without well, the people's great. without people's permission, and everyone hated it. So <laughs> uh, yeah. even though it was like a Nazi country, and whoever was didn't want to resist was conscripted into the Nazi uh, uh, army, but most people kind of didn't went partisan you know either joined communists or whatever right. and went and hide into the hills and you know fought, oh, fought the nazi soldiers which was my grandpa wow. so my mom always told stories about you know how gruesome it was and he saw his mm-hmm. friend die and all that stuff so Man. i remember that from the beginning but what i really was asking i wanted to know you know what we talked about before is that after it happened and people found out what the horrors of world war ii directors and movie makers struggle for like 10 20 years you know to find the right angle because you don't want to you want to be serious with it you don't want to make fun of it you know there's families and people who are affected by this but then i found out like after 60s and 70s i was thinking maybe you know gradually it became from more serious to more comical and you can use hitler as a character and everything but it's actually been a not a back and forth, but there's always two sides of it. Because after watching this movie, I was actually a little bit angry. It's like, I can't believe we still have to make movies about teaching people that racism is bad. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, why are we still doing this? It's like, it's, it's bad. And then I was thinking like, you know, like even my country now, like the, people are still really prejudiced. Like we, there's elections coming out right now. And I see people on Facebook having to have like a little picture, like a swastika crossed out, like we're against racism because it's you know i do live in europe and some of these countries are really like you know anti whatever other race yeah it's just like it's just really terrible and like homophobic and all that stuff and there's like people marching around you know skinheads again and i'm like i can't believe we've been through all this it's bad (laughs) you know it's like and it's like first i was angry that we have to you know make these kind of movies that, that that show you realities of humanity and how we're all the same and you know how it, communication and all this stuff changes you and none of that crazy ideologies matter but then mm-hmm. i was like happy but i was thinking like did it you know like well, shouldn't we be at this point that we can use hitler as just a joke you know it's just a character just a little little mustache wielding maniac and just but do whatever you know that's but really interesting again you said that because i felt like to me this movie i didn't I, I didn't see it like that. I, I, I saw the movie as just using the historical context yeah. loosely as a template. That's how I viewed the movie. Um, 
Yeah, I meant like like you know like in uh, Kung Fury, you know Hitler shoot he comes back through time and he shoots him <laughs> to the phone. You know what I mean, like that kind of thing. Like yeah, Hitler is like the laughing stock. He's just this angry little man. I thought we're we're the, past the, that point, but then again, we're not. You know, hmm. we still have to teach the new generations or the older generations. I don't know who we're teaching, but but it, you know, like it's always been like that. Like even you know, like the weird Nazi exploitation movies of the seventies, where it's just like Hitler's like. A, you know, and Nazis are bad guys. Right, right, right. But then you have, you know, like, what's it called? Uh, Schindler's List, you know, at the same time, you know, be made or whatever. You know, these movies yeah. going back and forth where you have the serious stuff and then... Yeah, it's interesting because, like, I wanted to say, like, uh, just to continue with, to finish my thought in mm-hmm. reaction to your thought is that, yeah, honestly, for me, like, the movie really just felt like a, a film about people. Um, and for me, I have to say, I really love the movie. Um to me it was a very um beautiful film actually because i really didn't expect it to have that turn in the middle of the film where it really shifted into a um a very serious actually um story um and i really 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 enjoyed that aspect of it and i really felt like this is the kind of movie that is very much my kind of movie a movie i really like because it has mm-hmm. those elements that you you didn't expect that to go that way it has this, you know, quirkiness, this non, not cemented reality. All the scenes are really interesting to watch. The, the The language of the characters amongst each other is something that's, you know, it takes it takes a, some time to read the characters and to understand what they're telling each other and why they're saying these things and what they're going through. Yeah, that's what makes it so good in my opinion because it's you know the opposite of on the nose it's you can read it different ways you know how, how the movie progresses so yeah take that, away that's Titi what i loved about it has a really unique talent that i really appreciate where he can make quirky characters but really give them human kind of weight you know even mm-hmm. though sometimes that weird and stuff like that he really knows how to ground them I wanted to ask uh, Phil. So, so uh, spoilers. Uh, so um, there, you know, he's like the Nazi fan. Hitler's his best friend, uh, and his mom is kind of first ambiguous. You don't know she's supporting him in it, but turns out, you know, she's hiding the her uh, missing daughter's friend. She, she's a Jew, and you kind of find out uh, slowly that she's supporting whatever the resistance or the opposition to the Nazi thing, right? She's, she's against it. Yeah. And, um, unfortunately due to that, she gets hanged. I was going to ask you this. Okay, go. And it's, and it, it's a really interesting way how they handle it. And I really want to know what you thought of that film or, and did you expect that scene to pop up where, when it did, did you have any, I I wanted, I wanted to ask you that. I was going to, I was going to be like, what did you think of that scene? Cause for me, I was like, Oh no! <laughs> I, I know. I, I, that's why yeah, I'm asking you because yeah. I, I thought it, you know, like I, I, I want to know your your thoughts. Uh, I was like, no, no. I, I felt terrible. When did you did you did you realize at the shoes or were you expecting some dread the from the butterfly? Oh, I didn't even I did I, I didn't even notice the butterfly. Okay, because I was thinking about it I, before. It was because like because like the shoes and the you know I mean she always wore that blue. Yep. So it's just like oh man. I was like, oh no, because I was yeah, thinking it was, before it was, it was it was quite shocking. It's true. 
there were actually clues to it because the Stephen Merchant as the Gestapo and his other seven Gestapos were came to <laughs> raid the house. And at that moment, Captain K and his gay buddy, they're both gay, I think. Um, oh, they, I, they, didn't, I didn't catch that at all. What the the flamboyant? Uh, well, I just thought outfits. he was. I thought he just liked colorful. Oh, he was like just okay, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there were like a little bit of parody of the you know the like super over sexualized mm-hmm. uh, BDSM gay German clubbing culture yeah, uniform no, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that. that, like that whole thing. Uh, but anyway, so they come in rushing and they have her bike, which I only put two two together afterwards. Oh. I think they saw her die and then they were like oh shit we gotta run to jojo immediately and see what's happening i see to save the situation oh because and there was a beautiful shot there after she dies is the you know the which which is another thing that was personal to me because i grew up in in uh, serbia and and i visited slovakia which the northern part of uh, serbia which for a long time were austrian hungarian places and there were a lot of germans living there so there's a lot of german architecture so a lot of these houses they live in is what i'm used to seeing as a child Mm -hmm. and those houses with the little eyes looking at them i've seen that so many times oh yeah and the whole design everything and that was like i think that hit more even personally when when, you know you have the two the the eyes of the buildings looking looking at the situation it was was so sad oh man Uh, i i was um also kind of interested in that uh, aspect of where they shot it. And I was wondering, like, you know, this seems really, like, familiar. Like, to me, like, this could be, you know, Zagreb or, you know, someplace in Austria or something like that. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, um, I found out where they shot the movie. Did you guys uh-huh. Where? Well, Tell I, me. Well, here's the thing. Before you say that, okay. as the movie finished, I was looking at the credits and I saw a lot of Czech names. So I have a suspicion. <gasps> oh. <laughs> What is it? What did you find out, Jake? Yes, yes, it is in Czechia. They, okay. They filmed, I think, in Prague and I think three or four other cities and towns. That's what yeah. seemed familiar. It's, yeah, it's, that it's makes around sense. Me. I mean, yeah, you, you guys know all the, you guys probably can list all the locations where American movies go to film, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, well, the f- funny thing is the first one, the first one that I noticed is like, oh, they can do that. Is obviously we're all thinking the same thing. Blade. <laughs> Remember when they filmed in Prague, and I was like, oh, yeah. like they can do that. They can they can shoot movies and uh, in the different country. <laughs> yeah, uh, for, for obvious cheap reasons. <laughs> to your thought, uh, I think for me that's when the film takes a really really big turn. Is when the mother dies, and I, I also didn't expect it at all. And, and it's and it's it turned on us. And it, turned and it's on us. Handled in such a way that you never see her face or anything. She just mm-hmm. like it, it's, no, it's sure very dramatic that way. Yeah, is that she disappears and it's it's not a dramatic. Oh, I'm dying. Please take care of my children. You know, over the Hollywood kind of moment. And she's like, she's dead, dude. That's it. You know. Yeah, and I love the way it was handled after that because you know, at that point, um, everything's you know um, up for grabs in terms of you don't know what could happen. You know, I was wondering. Yeah. True. You know, maybe this is going to be a story that will be very sad. Maybe the main main character will die. Maybe the girl will die. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But again, that's what I liked is that when you get towards the end, and there is, I mean, the the soldier uh, captain, right? Yeah. Who ultimately uh, gets um, uh, killed in a firing squad, right? Yeah. Saves Jojo 
that was a very beautiful, touching moment. Honestly, it was nice. Yeah, like Captain uh, K was cool. I think he, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't much of a Nazi. I think but he then was it's great because then, the then towards the end you have again, you know, that hopeful spirit because you have the kid with the glasses who comes in, you know, <laughs> and, and then you're yeah. thinking maybe he's gonna die. It's gonna be sad, but then no. I thought, I thought he, he was dead. You know, <laughs> he just says, "I need to go see it's, my mother. I need amazing. some cuddles." Yeah, it's German shepherds. Yeah. I, I think that's like that. That's like a nice kind of bow to wrap wrap it up. The world, war, the the war ends. But I think the main story was him growing up. You know, like and that was really kind of visually shown with him. You know, f- oh, yeah, finally yeah, learning yeah, yeah. how to tie his shoelaces. You know, he still couldn't do it when it was. You know, his mom died. But you know, sadly, the situation kind of forced him. You know, to grow up. Yeah, little boy. Which so reminds me would, of another. No. Gr- uh, growing up boy, World War Two movie. Speaking of Spielberg, yeah, Empire of the Sun. I love, dude. That I need to see that. Are you still haven't seen it with with mm. little little Christian Bale? I'm not. <laughs> That's a good movie. I didn't see it either. All right. So before before we wrap up up on this wrap up on this little movie, um, give us your best German accent. Well, can I just ask <laughs> a final question to you? Yes. To you and Phil, I want to ask uh, you, Tim, sort of like. Uh, kind of after everything has been said, mm-hmm. what is your sort of um, impression about it, uh, given your um, Taika Waititi history? I don't know. Even if I didn't have a Taika Waititi history, mm-hmm. I think I would love this movie. I think. Okay. Cool. I think it 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 to me for this age it had the perfect. Uh, recipe not recipe like the perfect ingredients for using world war ii as as a as a story i think i love the fact that you know hitler was ridiculous and nazis were ridiculed in a colorful way you know like the ideology and all that stuff it was never taken serious because sometimes you would do that for good intentions and just ends up like american history x where like neo-nazis love that movie even though it's like really anti nazism but it was just shown in such a glorious way ironically but that doesn't go through their you know thick skulls it's just like oh and they'll just watch the stomp curbing you know the curb stomping scene (laughs) over and over again um so i think this 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 played it that very well and the emotional journey was amazing and the actor was all amazing the kid was great goodness man i I wish the kid would win an oscar (laughs) the kid was so good it's just like (laughs) his accent was perfect i think scarlett johansson's accent was a little bit too much sometimes for me like it was a bit too much i want to say the accents honestly didn't bother me at all because i didn't i didn't look at it like sort of in the in the sense of do the accents have to fit i think there was a movie uh, called Death of Stalin, which I really liked. And they did amazing things because it's based in Russia, right? Everyone's Russian and they're all English actors. So no one's going to speak in Russian. So to avoid that weirdness, because not everyone can do a good Russian accent. Some might, might do like a really stupid, <laughs> you know, just like a, a movie like, and some, you know, might be accurate. So they just did My everyone name in, is Ig- Boris from in the English. Golden Finch. Yes, or like, or like the most annoying thing in, in GTA Four, like Niko Belic, right? He's supposed to be from Balkans, either Serbian or Bosnian, whatever, and he has a Russian oh. accent, and I can't stand. Like yeah. every time yeah. he'd be like, he's like, "Oh, I have with you," and you're like, "What? He's from the? Why does he?" Have, I don't yeah, mind. Okay, the, the ran over. Language it's just, it's, roots are not the same. It's They're just like adding flavors to 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 the English. But in that movie, Death of Stalin, everyone just speaks in their 
in English accents and it's separated. So let's say, you know, Russia's big and you have different regions. So let's say some are from the city, some are from the country. So they kind of took that and applied it to English accents. So people who were from the city had posh, you know, British accents. People from so, the country had like Welsh accents or Irish accents. And so kind of, it wasn't too much on the nose. And I think it was really clever what they did with that. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't fit really well, maybe, for this movie. I don't know. Phil, what about your final thoughts? It's a good movie. I liked it. It was a, <laughs> it was a little... It was a little... It's a little touching, a little bit, you know, haunting at the end. You there, know, were you to, you, you, there were some tears. There were some tears on my side. Yeah, yeah. I almost yeah. cried. <laughs> almost cried. Almost. You got and you had to. Almost. you had to sit down and think about it a little bit as... I found out that uh, the older I am, the more uh, movies affect me emotionally, so... You know, mm-hmm. just gotta sit down and just have a little think about this film. And what what, what did you think nice. about? What was what was what was what was going through racing through your mind as as it was finished? What was the prevailing thought? Mm. Yes, good question, Philip. Do you remember? <laughs> good question. Well, that uh, I feel like um, I feel like the general idea is that just that people are people, and uh, it's it, I feel like the dehumanization of uh, the Jewish people in movies like this um i felt was the most stuck out part for me <laughs> okay like the the whole racism thing right yeah okay and i felt like that was that was something that you know uh it's like you said tim it's really sad that that's still the case right like even today yep it's insane thank you i have one final um, <laughs> you're, you're welcome <laughs> I, I have one final uh thing i yes. want to add which is yeah. i have some trivia Okay, so, give, us, uh, give us give us your trivia. Jacob. Did you guys remember at the beginning of the movie there is a Beatles song that plays? Oh, called, and it's I German. Hold your hand. And I was listening. And I was like, "Is that them? Them. that's them? That has to be them singing that in Germany." In German, is it? It is. So I did some research, <gasps> and this is according to a website called IamTheBeatles.com, mm-hmm. and it says here, "Come give me a deine Hand." So it says, "Listen to this." On January 29th, 1964, while the Beatles were in Paris, they recorded mm-hmm. two German language renditions of their two most recent singles, singles, I Want to Hold Your Hand and She Loves. Listen wow. to this now. Most groups during this time were required to record their hits in European languages. But after recording these two songs, the Beatles said, never again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they probably had it like recorded phonetically? I don't know, but I don't know the the, the uh-huh. lyrics how they translated. But it, it is them, and it's their their German version of the song. Yeah. So I find that's that perfect. very fascinating. Yeah, that's I think perfect because it that fit. In. It fit really well because it was like you know just positioning just positioning the Beatlemania with like Hitler yeah, mania as well. Yeah. The, well, so in the end, was the David Bowie song also? Yeah, I, want, I wanted to tell you, I wanted to ask if you guys did any research on that. But no, I, I didn't. No, I believe it was actually the song was also. Song by David. Do you guys remember what the song name was? Hero, I think it yeah. was. I think this, I don't know, you know, I'm not a good David Bowie catalog man, but yeah. I think. Guys, that, I'm not a good music any man. <laughs> I think <laughs> the song was in uh, was in German, wasn't it? Or no? It was in German. Like the yeah, the last song was also in German. It was like a, I was like like a song was I recognized. The, oh, like was it David Bowie's song? Originally, yeah. Let me see. Because it, it says, no, it is David Bowie's song because it says it was part of his Berlin period. So I'm guessing uh-huh. maybe he recorded it in German. But the real oh, as opposed to the blues period, it's the Berlin period. <laughs> the the, the, the uh, Lion's Den period. Because I'm, I'm Googling <laughs> it says David Bowie Hero German version. So I don't know. People who are David Bowie fans, please. Yeah, just uh, David, David Bowie held them. Because we could be butchering this history. 
Oh, yeah, let us know. But uh, what I'm looking is... Wait, wait. So the final song, Judge Rob is Heroes by David Bowie. The first time plays film's ending. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the German version sung by Bowie himself. Yep, there you go. Cool. Perfect. That's a, that's a great idea. Great so anyway, in this section. great movie. Speaking of mm. music. Um, so we did a survey before this... Uh, uh, this season or whatever year ended. Oh, by the way, the the uh, the the bagarinos they're on their way. We had some issues, some technical issues, hey! but they're on their way. So, so so don't worry about that if you haven't received your bagarinos. Goddamn pilot! Um, so in this survey, we asked about <laughs> do you like the music the and. And, and and a lot of you voted no, that you skip over it and stuff like that. So we're thinking of, do we cancel the music in the middle of the podcast? But the thing is, all three of us really love that section. And I don't know. No, yeah. I don't know it. why you guys don't like it. So I guess skip over if you have to. You have chapters. You can skip it. But, you're missing out um, on great music. I don't know. I think it's refreshing. You know, a little break. Find out some new music maybe that you haven't heard. So um, you never know. I mean, I would say treat it like a... Um, you know those late night uh, talk shows, right? They, yeah. they they put music up and um, just treat it like that. You want to check it out? Just a little break. Not. Think about the movie. Think about you know. I don't know. Think about your life. Yeah, yeah. like I'm thinking if you're walking, you know, if you're walking around commuting, whatever. I mean, what's the harm in a two three minute song? Maybe <laughs> you get like a free it. song, <laughs> guys. Free song. I think it's okay. I think. I think just a few people probably said they didn't like it, but uh, well, you know, I, I'm just I'm just saying I'm apologizing to the people who didn't like it, but. Um, it's day, so apologizing. We're, we're just saying that it's days. We, we, we dig it. So <laughs> case closed. We we, think it's we cool. did it. So uh, Johnny, um, why <laughs> we don't, did it, team? Why don't why didn't you play us off, buddy? Diggy.
That was Sun by Lucy Gooch from her release, Rushing. And I love the song. It is atmospheric. It's chill. It gives you space for thoughts. There's a pulse to it. I like it. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I think it's great. It's, it was. Uh, it reminded me of the oh. opera scene in Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars Episode Three, <laughs> where Palpatine. How does, how does that one go? Well, Palpatine is telling Anakin about the dark side, and it's just a. Really oh, low... the, do you know the tale of? Oh. Yes, 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 oh, yes, yes. Darth Plagueis. 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 Yeah. I don't know Plagueis. I don't remember. Frodo and and there's music, and it's just like. Whoa. Exactly. That's, that's true. true. That's yeah. the music. There you go. It's really nice. Really nice. Bumble nice, chill, chill, relaxing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, not me. I'm not thanking you as me. I'm thanking to the artist for the song. So um, let's Welcome. move ahead. Let's move ahead. Let's move ahead to our second. Yes, Jacob. Story? Oh, yes. You have a story, Jacob? Yes. It's not a story. It's you have a come. story to tell. So, he wants to tell. Um, he wants to tell. He wants to tell us a story. Tell the story. <gasps> So, it, so Powell and I got an Xbox One. Oh, <laughs> yes, and nice. The story is that um, we got um, a trial of Game Pass. For those mm-hmm. of you who know what that is, I learned about it recently. Oh. Uh, have you ta- you, have you heard you, the tale of Game Pass? <laughs> yeah, it lets you, it lets you, which is cool. It's a cool thing. You, you can subscribe and you can download games. It changes every month, I believe. Uh, some some remain some of the but um I, I guess like I don't know fifteen percent change and so we got great. Forza so it's like a Netflix for K- Xbox yes. yeah it's great I think they have, they speaking have of which too. I don't want I don't want to interrupt but uh, guess what everyone living in America and Canada haha we get Studio Ghibli movies now on Netflix oh we do yeah um, Tim you can check it out there's like I'll check them out I, there's a yeah. few I haven't watched yet. Now wait, wait, is, is, is Ghibli with the testicle squirrels? Yes, the testicle raccoon dogs. Man, I hope they're going to show those. Bum-bucko. Which which movie is that? Bumpoko. Okay, I haven't seen that. It's hilarious. So on this Game Pass, there's a game called Forza Horizon, which we downloaded, right? Mm-hmm. I've been racing. I've been... Uh, <laughs> I've been racing. racing. Tim, I've been, I've been beating racing. your ghost self. I know, I know. I, I, I'm not a very good racer, so... <laughs> Well, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not amazing, surprised. but it's fun to learn. And this is my story, right? Okay. So in the game, you get this default car. It's like the Audi TT something. You get to remember. choose, don't you? Like there's three cars you get to choose yeah, from. Tim, me and you both think the same car. Because <laughs> the Audi, you know, German made. Yeah. Just got to yeah. go for the quality. I was like, that one looks cool, looks fast, and it runs great. Yeah. And in the game, I'm thinking, you know, I did a couple of races, and I'm thinking to myself, I have money now in the game. Uh, yeah. I'm going to buy a new car, right? scrolling through the charts and i'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself wait a second ford ford oh. v ferrari oh. and then I find, I find the ford gt oh Remember the, the one yeah 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 yeah. it's the gt 500 but it looks really similar mm-hmm. and i was like that's probably the one ken miles ken miles yeah. what a man it. right what a I man buy it and i'm thinking to myself dude this is great. I am Ken my, Miles my opportunity now. to be Ken Miles on the road in England in Forza Horizon. Back to his roots. Oh, my beer. <laughs> so it turns, out, turns out the car is crap. <laughs> because it's super heavy, handles uh-huh. terribly, and yeah. the uh, uh, it takes so much time for it to pick up speed. Did you tune it? Forever. Huh? Did yeah, you tune it? Listen to this then. Then I go to the workshop. 
And I'm like, hey, man, soup me up that engine and other things to get my acceleration to be boosted up so I can just, you know, get the speed I need like the Audi. Turns out it didn't fix anything. It it, it goes faster now. It accelerates faster. But the handling is awful. How do they win super heavy? You're not. How do they win Le Mans? You are not. Exactly. And that's my question. So now I'm driving the Audi again. So yeah. Here, yeah. Let me give you a tip about Forza. Since I'm, I'm a terrible racer, I did everything except doing the races. So I did all the stunt jumps. <laughs> I'd explored everything. <laughs> but of course I've made did. my money. I've made my money. Because there's these little challenges they give you. It's like you have to find old barns with old shitty cars in them. Did you ever do those? I forgot uh, what's no. it called. But basically old they, barns? they ring you up. They're like, oh, somewhere on this map, there's a barn and there's like an old abandoned car. If you find it, um, we'll fix it up and you can keep it. Mm-hmm. So I've been no. doing those. And then some of them are like a legendary cars, which I don't know about, so I don't care. But some were like super legendary and you can sell them for a really good price so they can buy mm. some new cars. But one of them was, I don't know what the brand is. It's like a, like a racing a UK car from like the 70s or something like that. Or 80s maybe. I don't know. It looks wonky. But I, I got that car from the little treasure hunt things and then i soup that beast up it's better mm-hmm. than any car i have that thing is because it really so depends still- on the weight and also on the handling because what i did i bought i think it was like a smart car or something one of those tiny cars right uh-huh. in, in forza and i was like i bought that car i was like i'm gonna invest all the money and just like soup it up to the max oh like 100 percent, like 100 percent, like give it like the boost the dumbest idea ever. It's it's so strong right now. <laughs> you hit gas, it just flies off the road. It's just you can't do anything. It's just, it's just really it's impossible to drive. It's, it's just like I didn't even you, know that was possible in these games. You you just drive and then you do a slight adjustment of your of your wheel and it just was gone, dude, into space. So yeah, don't do that. Don't put like a tiny yeah. by a tiny car and then put like a humongous powerful engine or turbo in it. Absolutely. It was just like it's a disaster area. Okay, boys. So let's let's get on to the second movie of the night. Also and in Grayscale, by the way. Also in Grayscale. <laughs> it's true. It's an, it's an old movie, and it's a. Uh, well, I, I I got a lot to introduce this movie. Well, one thing is that um, this was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Really? <laughs> what? I watched this movie many many times. It it was. What? Uh, we have this. We have this on a VHS, and it's one of those old school VHS that you record from, you know, TV. You know, and you record the movie and put it on mm-hmm. the VHS, and you can watch it. And it's one of the earliest, you know, movies I remember I was having. And I remember. Uh, I didn't when I was a little kid. I, I didn't. I was too long and too boring for me. I, I some parts were funny, you know, Charlie Chaplin, whatever that. But then I think from like maybe seven, eight to nine, that was like one of the best movies ever. Because I told you guys, like you know, up until the Matrix, like my barometer, like well, it's a good movie. Was is it funny, you know? And this was a funny movie, so I loved mm-hmm. it. And I'm wondering, maybe this is what wow. my first encounter with World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. <laughs> I might can't be. believe it. This is interesting. This is very yeah. interesting. So, and, and I haven't seen a movie since then. So this was a very interesting experience for me to watching it after so many years when I was a kid, didn't understand English, didn't understand anything about World War II and watching it a lot because, you know, it's funny. Um, so give and, us the lowdown. Yeah. So, so, and just to give a little brief history of this movie. So this movie was done by Charlie Chaplin. He wrote and directed it. It was his first talking movie. So, which is interesting. Oh, Hmm, okay. Um, he made this movie 
well, he wrote it a year before World War II started, and he filmed it right at the moment World War II started, and he finished it half a year. So it came out in 1940, so which is a year within into the war. Well, half a year into the war. So that's also very interesting. Um, so he saw, you know, he made this before he knew about the truth about the concentration camps and everything like that. So it's pre-war, you know, it's very satirical. And the inspiration came from he saw... Oh, what was that movie? Triumph of the of the Triumph Will. Triumph of the Wills. Yeah, Triumph of the was, Will. Will. Well, not Wills. Will. That was the propaganda movie by the lady director for Hitler. And he saw it, and he just found it really hilarious, just the way hmm. Hitler speaks. And then you know he obviously <laughs> noticed because people at the time were making these jokes because you know they both you know Charlie Chaplin's main character, the Tramp, which was in his previous movies, the you know the silent era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, physical comedy movies, the tramp was his main character and he was a small little dude with mm-hmm. a mustache, you know, very similar to Hitler. And, you know, the, the, the coincidences of, of they kind of, you know, came about after World War One, both of them, you know, and rose to mm. power, one in entertainment America, one in politics in, in, in Germany. So people even at a time like contemporaries, like, you know, drew perils to that and, and, make jokes about that so i guess he was like i I have to use this (laughs) i have to make a movie about this and it was like you know it was even before the war uh you know he never knew what what, to what degree the world war world war ii is going to become yeah that's what i was wondering yeah he still made the movie so we watched the great dictator by charlie chaplin that's right we did 40 and it's uh the Charlie Chaplin plays two of the main characters. One is Hinkle, which is a parody of Hitler, and one is a Jewish barber living in oh crap, I forgot what the fake country is. Mm, uh, I think it was like a Nomadia, something something Olivia. Weird. Olivia. Um in Germany. And the and the the Jewish barber is kind of a version of the tramp character, but he talks. I can't Tomania. Want to ask you, I wanted to ask you guys, like, Tomania, you, right? If you followed that, you know, easily because I didn't really. It was kind of hard to follow. Like, how did that work? The what? two characters. Yeah, they're just two different mean? characters. Yeah, oh, it's okay. just a coincidence. They okay. like each other. Yeah. The the the, the <laughs> tramp looks like Hitler. It looks like Trump, and they hit you. Well, the funny thing is that like, what I found out that how Charlie Chaplin shoots his movies is very like twelve year old Phil. Is that especially the silent stuff? He didn't have a script. He would just have rough idea what he wanted to do and then he would just go film it and like he would write the story as he's filming it like Mm -hmm. he would think of a funny gag and he's like okay then we have to shoot the stuff before so this makes sense (laughs) (laughs) so i I don't know how much of that is i think this one since it was talking um you had to have a script so i think it was a bit but some 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 of the story how it progresses it does make me think like oh maybe this was like thought of on the spot Hmm. but anyway um, well so yeah so uh this is the movie. I want to ask you guys: Did you guys watch Charlie Chaplin movies as a kid? Did, how? What was your awareness of of him and, and his movies? All right. Well, as for me, this mm-hmm. will come to shock to everybody mm-hmm. here listening. I have never seen a Charlie Chaplin film all the way through until <laughs> today. <laughs> well, I've, congratulations, sir. I've known about Charlie Chaplin since I was a very small child. I've known mm-hmm. the iconography, you know, the mustache, the the cane, yep. the, the slacks, or whatever you call those pants, really. Most um, kids probably thought that is Charlie Chaplin, the tramp. Yeah. Like that's a synonymous. That, that is that's him. That's right. how he walks around. 
Whoa. I've seen his daughter in different movies, but I've never <laughs> seen his movies. In fact, I've seen his daughter um, as a gypsy lady in The daughter. Wolfman from 2010's The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, And she's, of course, she's in other so, movies like Dr. Zhivago and everything like that. Yeah. But um, I've never seen. Never seen. What do you. Um, never seen. What is Charlie Chaplin's never, never, never. most. Famous? Is this the most famous, or what? What is some of it his depends. Famous? I think I, because this modern is his times first talking movie. Yeah, modern times. The kid. Mm. Those are like the big ones, and then he did like a lot of them before, which was like short little movies, you know, which is like the tramp characters main, just running around, like less hard, more comedy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, like on TV, it was always on. Like you could always bump into like a Charlie Chaplin, like a. I, mm-hmm. I guess I don't I don't remember watching them now, so I don't know if there were skits, short movies, series. I don't know. It was just like Charlie Chaplin's like looking for some girl and some fat guys chasing him. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's usually, right. and there's like some acrobatics going on, chasing and people hitting each other. Which as was far as uh, also in the, here in this movie as well, a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of hit on the yeah. head. Okay, so so what about you, Jacob? Any any Charlie Chaplin? Nothing? Um, no, honestly, like I, I just have just vague memories of just you know hearing about Charlie Chaplin and sort of like he was a famous <clears throat> slapstick ish mm-hmm. comedian, and you know he always had that mustache. And I remember it was very little. I was confused sometimes between like you know the Hitler mustache and the Charlie Chaplin mustache, and then <laughs> those two things. Was Charlie Chaplin Hitler? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, stuff like that. But that's about it. Oh really? Oh, it's okay. So, so no, so you didn't grow up watching it. Because no. here's a weird thing. I think it's also uh, that I found out it's like an an America thing because basically after his silent era movies, he was kind of outspoken um, about like the way U.S. was heading and was um, criticizing the politics, you know, like mm. capitalism stuff like that. So the FBI was actually had like a. Uh, kind of uh, a strategy line. against him and they basically labeled him as a communist and really? enemy of the of the country so he actually ran away from us really and he kind of remained uh in europe for most of the time huh. until i think like before his death he was gave like the honorary award at the oscars you know the academy gave him so he came back to accept it but that's so weird so i think in europe i think it's more of like tradition or something like that that's like considered classic you know comedy like you know charlotte chaplin then mr bean and all that stuff you know that's like a europe mm-hmm. experience oh. as opposed to american i think you guys mm. just like watch i don't know what, what do you watch what, what's a, what's well, in america like, like what's a classic comedy like uh oh harold lloyd brothers. Oh, laurel laurel and hardy and jake no and jake and uh, marx brothers maybe oh, oh okay. the marx yeah, brothers yeah yeah, yeah yeah but they're not they weren't silent they they no. were always <laughs> they talked they were talkies yeah, it's actually so, pretty yeah. fun, man. I hope we can put in bring some Marx Brothers. Dude, I would love to watch movie. the Marx Brothers. <laughs> I, I, I know nothing of the Marx Brothers, so oh, man. I'm curious to see. We, what we used to one. see them. We used to watch them. We used to rent the DVDs from the library, and we were like, "What mm-hmm. are these guys, the Marx Brothers?" Honestly, we were laughing pretty hard. I think it's pretty good. When we well, saw here's it back my question. I'll be curious to see. You know, here's my question to to both of you. Well, did you laugh in this movie? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, think... I'm serious. I'm serious. Was it? Was did you? <laughs> I don't know. I just like I, I know I've like... seen this as a kid so many times, yeah. but I was actually laughing pretty hard because there's a lot really? of jokes that I didn't know, like the fake German stuff, like all the stuff he says in there. I almost died laughing because I, because I, I had that memorized, like his fake German speech. Like I, I knew that. <laughs> 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 
We're in the banana business. Oh, banana. Oh, the banana. Oh, the banana. <laughs> just made me think of the dub. Yeah, he's taking the banana. But like just hearing all that stuff. And there's, there's a lot of hilarious jokes in there. Like the... Just so like do you think that you were hole. laughing um, probably more? Yeah, when the, the Italian guy more? comes in. Oh yeah, yes, yes. yes. That's like that, that. Like I knew, like I didn't understand English back then. It was just physical, like the movements, you know, all the stuff. Like the big, like the funniest mm-hmm. part to me was like when he's in the world. I can war see, one. I can see the influence of Tim's acting that Chaplin had mm, on Tim's. Uh, yeah, he's channeled it on channeled, certain points. Like, uh, like the to me when I was a kid, the funniest part was the beginning when he's like, I would watch that, like strictly. That was like my part when he's in World War One and first they're they're operating the big the big gun mm-hmm. and then the that oh, false yeah, yeah. shell falls down it's oh following yeah, him. yeah 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 yeah, that was yeah. Like, yeah that was like and then also he's, he's operating the anti-aircraft thing he's just like <laughs> moving that was around perfect that was, what about I, the upside down um, oh yeah, yeah the that was, that was a the looney tunes trick. looney tunes trick that, that, that was all good stuff but like the, there's a lot of like subtle stuff that I, I i didn't didn't know like later on um let me try to think what what was the stuff that uh, that I didn't notice? Like oh the the when he's first you see uh, Hinkle and he's doing a speech and there's a translation mm-hmm. and you're like oh, and the yeah. translation is being oh, like yeah, super yeah, yeah, nice yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then you have like the, and then the and the other announcer is like oh this translation has been provided by a representative chosen by Hinkle <laughs> <laughs> like all those like you know meta jokes that were political yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I never I never knew that you know that's like that was all new to me right now so it's so true to, um, like I, I thought that was yeah. like there's a lot of things that you think that people made up in modern more modern times but then you look at this and you're like these guys are the progenitors the, they're the ones yeah, who the started classics. it they're the, they're, the, they're the ones who invented these things. There was a lot of like absurdist like stuff that you see in Naked Gun or like, you know, Hot Shots and right. uh, Top Secret, like that kind of parody humor, you know, like, I don't know what he says, like, do you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, who, you know, like these jokes, like, like literal comedy stuff that maybe like from Silent Era didn't exist there, but I wasn't expecting it so early in movies. So I was pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised. As far as the jokes. So what do you guys think of yeah. the movie? Jacob. Phil? Oh, Jacob. Um, oh, yeah. oh, you want me to talk or who? Yeah. Um, I don't know. To be honest, <laughs> I guess like I think I had a bit of a difficult time. Oh, really? Watching. Yeah. I think maybe because for me, sometimes older films like this in such a different, you know, era and time and how it's made and how it's how the movie flows and how it's mm-hmm. shot and how the dialogue is delivered and all these different elements. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I guess sometimes like when you're so used to watching stuff that's come after, you know, it's mm-hmm. built upon this, uh, the, the predecessors, everything that sort of like came um, afterwards mm-hmm. is very different. You know, it's all like sort of, I would consider like advanced, you know, everything is, changed and uh, developed in its own specific way and then you have branches off and genres and different things like that and even comedy too and so yeah it was it was honestly kind of a little bit hard to sort of like get into it if i'm mm-hmm. honest um so it was because of that you know because of that sort of historical film context context gotcha what about gotcha. you Phil? i <clears throat> i w- i 
I don't know. I, I was comfortable watching it. I thought it was very funny. I was always waiting for the next setup and payoff. And um, I, I'm afraid, Jacob, I don't share your difficulties in no. watching old films. And uh, I, mean, I mean, I, I might have know. when I was younger, but now yeah. I feel like this is... Yeah. I like watching older films and watching them in as honestly as I can. And, right. you know, and it, and then there's a lot of value you can get from it because they, in this case, like I, what I liked the most about this was that, um, what I got from it was in comparison to Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. which felt more like a, you know, like a personal story between individuals and, uh, the, the situation around it, it yeah. felt like this one to me, at least, you know, when I was watching more and more of it, of, uh, the great dictator, mm-hmm. I think it gave more of a humanity to the, the people in it mm-hmm. in general. And I felt that's okay, what yeah. I got from it. And I feel like it made, it painted in, cause there's a very, there's lots of, lots of, dead. <laughs> there's a lot of similar things with this yeah. and Jojo rabbit. Cause this also deals with, right. uh, <laughs> marginalization and um yeah i mean it's yeah it's, it's world war ii and it also like has hitler really character you know, like a uh, character yeah. as well it's yeah. like he's never really serious yeah and never and, and the crazy thing is this is made like as hitler's in power you know it's everything's happening that was what i found fascinating though yeah hinkle um so so it was a contemporary parody yes yes mm-hmm I, that's that's crazy to, to 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 think about that as as you're watching it, but also like feel like you know it was good seeing it, like you know you, you Jacob you say you're used to the more kind of hoed in kind of chiseled away, direct yeah, kind of I, approach, I and it's interesting mm-hmm. to see oh. it in the raw state, like when you're figuring yeah. things out, like it, it, it's such an interesting to to observe it, you know, no, kind no, of I, trying I, new I, things. I agree out. with that, but I think also maybe to be honest, like in this specific context, maybe it was because. Um, it was very closely related in terms of the context. You know, like we had Jojo. Oh, okay. Yeah, compared was, to that, I see what World you mean. World War II, Hitler, a very specific flavor style. And then we come back here and again, recovering the same context. And I think maybe yes. that's what maybe sort of made it more difficult. Whereas I feel like maybe if it was, a, if we were, I don't know, reviewing a totally different film mm-hmm. uh, from this era that was totally different context, I think maybe maybe then it would have been a different opinion because i remember watching let's say as a kid we me and phil we used to watch a lot of well not a lot but a couple of old uh black and white films that were sort of like seminal works like i don't know like think of dracula i remember distinctly watching (laughs) i wouldn't consider dracula seminal but really i don't know it was like b movies man back then oh Okay, well, so, oh, no, 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 I'm gonna defend listen, Dracula. Listen, listen, wait, I'm gonna say no, that no, was no, not no. a B movie. But no, that was gonna, Dracula was a Dracula seminal was movie. B movie man. Yeah, listen, listen, it wasn't. It was B movies are about exploitation. Okay, go on. Go in on. the uh, horror golden genre, age. yes, yeah, horror golden age genre, more well, so than the mummy. I, I didn't like the mummy at all. <laughs> What, no, <laughs> but no, anyway. no I, I, I don't know what you mean, but like, I, I thought you didn't talk about like Casablanca or something like that. Okay, or, okay, yes. I, I Casablanca know. was like I in the forties. This, this um, Dracula well, talking about 30, Bill of the Ghost thirty-one. 31 yeah, yeah. Pull the string. Okay. Anyway, Pull so the anyway, that, that's my opinion. Let's go that's on. It. No, no, that, that, that's cool. That's that's cool. I'm just no, I'm just. I was I was just wondering because you know, like I I I've seen the movie so many times, so it's a very yeah. different experience. I just wondered if it connected to you at all. Like, mm. 
like as I was watching it, there's a, you know, besides the humor stuff that I noticed, I was watching it sort of like from a technical point of view as well. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed What'd you their see, work. Huh? What'd you see? What'd you see? Well, the thing is like, as I was watching as a kid, you don't, you don't notice these things. So I didn't notice all the projections, you know, on the, uh, the oh, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Wait, amazing. What? Just like realize. Well, as a kid, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You believe it all. The it's trains. real. The trains, yeah. the amazing. Like this is, is so good. Like a lot of the backgrounds are like, you know, there's like the, when they're in uh, ostrich, and it's like the, uh, you know, the background, the idyllic background of the vineyard. It's just a projection, you know? And like as a kid. I, it I was? Yeah, man. <laughs> no. And then, what? And then, what? And then, and, then <gasps> I lo- and I love, um, I love the, the blocking so much. It's like, it's, it's so nice when you don't watch like a bullshit run-of-the-mill modern movie where they cut every two seconds. And there's like yeah, so sucks, much coverage. Man. And it's like, they have like four different angles. And it just goes like, and it's like, oh, here's a shot. Like, and it, it it goes it goes into a close up, then moves out, and then shows you the story and everything. And it's just like you know, pan to the right, and left, and like, oh, it's so nice. It's so nice to watch a movie like that. It's it nice. I love that so stuff, man. Much... I mean, of course, no wonder you love Alfonso Cuarón's movies. Yeah, it's just like it's 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 so refreshing. It's like it, and I don't mind fun editing. It's just that when it's like needless editing, which is just like oh, cut back, cut back to this guy. It's like you, you know, you don't have to do that. Just think about your movie. Totally, totally, totally. I totally agree with you, Tim. I, I, I think that um, the more I watched uh, older movies, even mm-hmm. when I was uh, younger, when I was like a teenager and stuff, and the more I saw how they actually paid attention to the frame, you know, using yeah. the frame for a movie um, is something that is a creative effort as well. And uh, I feel like that's kind of lost these days. And... <laughs> It's kind of lost these days, you know, the kids making the movies with the, the close The kids, they always, the MTV generation. <laughs> the MTV generation. Damn kids. <laughs> the MTV generation has the right kids. And then they're close and they're ups, cutting you so know, hard. And they're cutting all, all over the place and you can't the really, you movies. don't know where you are. You don't know where you are. I just, like, am I in Germany or am I in? <laughs> it's true. Am I, I Moldova? This is disorienting. Contemporary. And then the TikToks, all I knew with the TikTok was the clock. <laughs> 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 they don't know what clock is they just look at no but, but yeah c- the composition in the frame is is some is a lost art in, in in certain ways like i mean it just depends on the movie but uh, there is something really nice when you actually you know put effort into compositing yeah. the frame within the aspect ratio as well and uh, and use the fact that you can you move the camera not just like a yeah. weird like jerking off michael bay move where it's like oh Hell yeah where cool. everything's moving all the time it's like it's like the story and you can reveal stuff it's, it's great you know so so that's yeah. that's pretty good um yeah. i think johnny's messaging me something god damn johnny <laughs> johnny. 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 johnny johnny come on no, johnny, johnny. Johnny. johnny's wife is calling i think he needs to <laughs> johnny has a wife <laughs> yeah. i didn't know that oh oh you guys weren't invited to the wedding what no Oh, well, well, it was it was we and Johnny previously worked on this project. I can't remember, so. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe okay. maybe it was back then. I I don't know. But um, so before we um, wrap up, so Johnny can go. Um, I think wife's pregnant. I think I don't know. He was talking to about <laughs> okay, just I can't. It's married. weird. No, no, he is married. Um, uh, but I I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So I wanted to ask you guys. Um, will you? After seeing this, watch any more Charlie Chaplin movies? Did this? Yes. Yeah, you want to check out That's some stuff. Question. I I, I want to see more of Charlie Chaplin. You I know what? I will also say he's yes a great storyteller because I would like to see, like I said, a movie that's in a different 
context.、Mm-hmm. I think maybe、right. then I feel like I'll be more into it. So, Jacob,、yeah. Jacob, Jacob, sick of Hitler. Yeah, I'm just sick of him. I'm, I'm a little just, sick just, of Hitler too. You know, it's been a it's been a rough week with Hitler. Too much, yeah. It's, it's a, week, a week, week with Hitler. Um, yeah. I, hopefully, you'll get to watch this movie again and maybe enjoy it as much as I do because、yeah. of the hilarious comedy. What about、um, you, Tim? Are you gonna watch more? What more Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nine more.、Uh, nine, 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 nine. No, I think I want to revisit it because was, this was a pleasant、uh, experience to seeing. You know, like it's like when you watch something as a kid and then you watch it as a grown up. You're like you're you're missing half of the half of the.、Fun. Yeah, but I want to say you're going to see more Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's、okay. what I'm thinking. Yeah, like more Charlie. Revisit some of my childhood memories of of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Good. So Phil,、okay. um, before we when I told you we're going we're going to watch. You said, "Oh, I didn't watch that movie,、uh, The Great Dictator," but you did see the ending speech. So I'm wondering, seeing the end speech, did your theory how we're going to get to the ending speech was it correct or was it? What, what did you think? How we're going to get to that? Point no, I because I watched the ending speech. I don't know where I watched. I watched it on YouTube at some point a couple of years ago. Not even、mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, like ten years ago. And、um, I mean, I like the speech、mm-hmm. absolutely, but.、Um, Did you? What, I, what was your? What, how did you think we we're gonna get to? That I thought because I didn't. I didn't know there were two characters、mm-hmm. that Charlie was playing. I didn't know it, it was two people in in that Charlie was playing. And they both look、yeah. identical. So I thought that the dictator would get some kind of change of heart. Okay. And and I thought the whole movie was actually just him dictating. You know, just telling people <laughs> what to do, and then realizing that he's that it's all bad, and then at the end he okay, has the gotcha. revelation. Yeah. That's okay. What I thought. Okay, well, there you go. There you go.、Um, I, I like the speech. I think there's a there's an amazing point where he makes his choice of words is very German and his reminiscence of a Hitler speech at one point. I was really, it was really. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like, and what I liked about it is, I don't know, Tim, you probably caught this because you watched this、uh-huh. enough times. But who knows? Maybe where he said, where he says, like at the beginning of the speech, he's like,、uh, I don't talk normally. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I did. I did not catch that. Was, yeah. I, I thought. I felt that that was kind of、uh, that was kind of meta. I think that、it's、was true, on purpose.、True. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Charlie's Charlie's genius.、Um, I don't know.、Uh, I guess. I guess that's it, boys. Unless you have anything to say, <laughs> boys and、mm-hmm. girls. Yeah, boys and girls. Nothing. nothing. Welcome. J- we're we're back. Twofold is back. We're gonna Twofold do more back. next、Twofold、time. <laughs> yeah,、uh, twofold forever.、Uh, twofold, twenty more seasons. Twenty more seasons of twofold. <laughs> twofold merchandise. Twofold.、Uh, We're going to be talking about World War Two movies this entire yeah. year. Yeah, to the 2020 Hitler year. I think we're going to cover World War Two. I think in the future, just that's it. It might be. It might. That's what's called twofold. Twofold. World War Two. Twofold. Exactly. Zweifold. Zweifold. Enderstucken. Enderstucken. Welcome to season two. Thank you、yeah. for joining us and listening. Bratwurst gesagt haben und gewurststraße und Krause. Before we sign off,、uh, no, I'm I'm happy to be here.、Um, I'm too. Next week is Jake week, so that's true. We'll yep, let's see what moves, what he preps for us.、Uh, He's gonna pick、any. Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. 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 bye.